Welcome to Upholding Matters, a podcast devoted to talking about what matters. Now, I was raised to believe that life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness were things that mattered. And certainly they are the unalienable rights that Jefferson wrote about in the Declaration of Independence. We will talk about how to uphold them, how they hold us up, and why that matters. Good evening. Welcome to Upholding Matters. I'm David Paul. I thought about how to open this week's show, and surprise is the key word. I think it's fair to say that most people, no matter how much they wanted or didn't want Donald Trump to win the presidential election, thought in their hearts that he probably wouldn't. I'm one of them. I thought there was no way we could elect someone like that, a man of that particular character and the associations made to him. And that's just part of it, of course. I think part of it has to do with my idea of what a president is. And I think about George Washington. And here is a man in which our future really is made. Washington is the father of our country. We, Because with, and I love studying the history and the step-by-step circumstances, the luck, the error, the unmitigated gall to dream so big and believe so strongly. All these things contributed. None more mattered to the success of our nation than the individual character of George Washington. And that's how I view a president, that stern will, uh, almost naive hope, an unwielding belief, unyielding belief that men should uphold the leadership that they seek to exemplify and know is needed. Washington was an amazing man with a lot of experience and we are very lucky that we have him. And I do believe that now more than ever, the character of the leader we choose and have must be beyond reproach to live in their lives the values that an American president upholds integrity, honor, truth, fearlessness, the willingness to listen to other people and act on the good of the country. These are the things that make a leader great. So it seems that things, the areas in life where a leader is required, especially for our country, considering what makes our country great, what sets us apart, and I know people can bicker on minor distinctions, 
but there are things that can and do go on. For instance, if the United States of America wants to get somebody like Osama bin Laden, and they have my full support on that, they send highly professional, trained, elite, special warfare fighters to go in there and do that kind of work. So, But they're killers. They're also gentle babysitters who saved the life of Osama bin Laden's children when they went in to deliver justice. So there is this distinction that we cannot ignore. So while we possess the capacity to deliver justice anywhere in the world, there are people all over the world that are just straight-up killers. And most people aren't. But my man Abraham Lincoln said absolute power corrupts absolutely. And there's great truth in that. There's also truth, and that's why a free and open democratic system, there are all sorts and all sorts of limits, but free economies and a central bureau that doesn't make all the decisions, uh, these are hallmarks of a democracy. Free trading, people care and democracy. And these other systems... They're really not. So over our time in this podcast, I'd like to mainly talk about a couple of things that blend together, and there may be three things. But I want to talk about what's in the news with the children in detention centers and being split from their parents. And just today... Donald Trump signed the executive order that the day before he said he couldn't do that stopped the policy. Now, there's really no telling what that actually means because it's one of these overwhelmed situations where they don't have any experience finding children once they've lost them. And that's kind of a funny thing to consider because it's all so new and different ad hoc. Where are the children how to reunite them, how to comply with whatever it says in that executive order. It's going to be challenging for an administration that hasn't bore up under challenge. Let's be polite and kind. The second thing is what effect this has on these children, the fear that perhaps they'll grow up killers Now, more than likely, their souls are killed. Their hearts, they're damaged in a way that a human being just shouldn't be damaged. And then coming together with just a pondering of what... I don't know what Donald Trump thinks a killer is. He seems drawn to these totalitarian killers and not to the decent people that are going to have to save this world. It's perplexing, but 
a known adversary of the United States in the guise of Russia to act this way towards them and not understand what their government, their system, along with the Koreans and to a great extent the Chinese, they have absolute power. These systems breed killers. And there's just a lot of flat-out killing. So forgive me if that's not your cup of tea. But they combine together in a way that I think will be helpful for everyone to understand and, of course, feel better over. So let's do that. again welcome and forgive my morose undertones overtones whatever they are it's hard to talk about death and life and usually it's life and death and the intricacies of how these things mix and and again i just finished watching i'm not quite done movie called The Death of Stalin. It was an impulse rent, and it's just very interesting. It's certainly not a documentary. It's almost a mockery, but you see what happens when Stalin dies and reviews back and forth and a little bit before of the reign of terror that he really put upon uh, the people of Russia. So it's interesting because they all had their motives at the end. Once he's finally dead, everyone's maneuvering kind of a Game of Thrones situation. And it's the way they operated just before and after. That It's really frightening because there was a list uh, that Stalin would give to his head of whatever he was. But... He would hand it off to the secret police who would go out and arrest and kill these people. And that was one of the funny things in the movie that uh, when they first found him and everybody's trying to figure out what to do with their own motives and schemes in their mind, everyone's first recommendation is, should we call a doctor? And as more and more of these ministers piled in, they each have to have a turn realizing that they've purged most of the good doctors in Moscow. They couldn't find anyone competent to even actually fix them up or check them out. I mean, he was already dead and they're just playing this game, but it's, it's so interesting that when they needed a doctor the most, they had purged them all and murdered them. And then it dawned on him. So I think this plays into what I was talking about before. In our leader, you don't want to really see qualities that remind you of a bully. 
And all people grow up and they've probably met, run into someone who's a bit of a bully. And some of us know full well, too hard how and why and what a bully does to you. It's, it's rough for a kid to be traumatized by those bullying techniques and these killers it's just the same thing they're just grown up and they just do far worse things than you ever imagined as a child the bully you know the course it would take now I had a guy in school his name was Telez and he was a bully and he hung with these other tough kids that bullied me and he became a policeman on our local town police uh, department. And the funny thing about this guy is, despite his continuing, uh, continuing bullying ways, his life didn't end so well. In our small town, suburb of Chicago, there was a famous murder. It was a mob hit. And, of course, you know where this is going. It winds up that this guy, this police officer, shot this local business owner for $5,000 at the mob's behest. When the FBI arrested him, when he walked into the police station ready to work, they discovered that the 9mm service revolver he was carrying as his service weapon was the gun he had used to kill the business owner and he used it as his primary weapon that's pretty stupid but so is the arrogance of the bully and that's why we have to think good thoughts and wish good things for people and radiate as much love as we can even for those that are the bullies that are among us because they need to be converted over to the non-bully side okay so let's talk about those children those immigrant children who are taken from their parents split up and of course many of them don't speak English, thrown into American detention, and the firestorm and uproar that this has caused. We need to be able to break this down and understand what it is and why it matters so greatly. We, the United States of America, cannot stand for ripping children away from their parents and we have these infant hotels, they call them, or forgive me, but where they put the youngest children and they have inhumane rules in place where you can't touch them or comfort them, even as they cry. And I, I think about some of these Romanian orphanages. If you go back a ways to the 90s when people wanted to adopt children and they could get them there, but they would just leave these poor children sitting in their filth and tubs full of filth. It, you can't even put your head around what that hell would have been like for those Romanian orphanage babies. So 
a lot of these young children, they don't have the capacity to understand the harm. And they might not even remember it directly, but it will haunt them for the rest of their lives. So, yeah, some of these kids grow up to be killers. But most of the emotionally damaged children wind up killing themselves. And there are some hybrids, like uh, the relative I had, the in-law I had, that killed himself by hitting another car. I think I've spoken about that before. On the highway, steered deliberately into another car and killed the other family, too. So it's tricky to navigate the pain, because certainly in a story like that, any sympathy you have for the main character goes away when you know what he did. And it's just a tragedy that's that's hard to comprehend. So as far as the children that are taken from their parents, the actual harm and the bad consequences that will come of it, I, I think all the time in my mind about the quote, the expression that 10 deaths is a tragedy, a million is a statistic. Now I think about the Holocaust and what happened there and a lot of separating of families certainly took place before the murders. So an event like that is inconceivable. How how can you wrap your head around a tragedy magnified to such a degree that we swear it'll never happen again. We swear these tragedies will never happen again. And yet the world is still full of killers and killing. My God, that's certainly why we need love more now than ever. President get it that we need a world full of peacemakers and not killers we don't even need less killers we just need the killers to go we think about Einstein and you might remember he said either war is obsolete or mankind is and we're pushing that way now at a alarmingly frightening pace it's hard to really fathom all the things we're up against you know so I talk about this all the time in meetings I go to and stuff the challenges have never been greater and our ability to manage them seems more out of our reach than ever We have to do some things differently. And one is get away from thinking that we can act like killers. Now, so what is it in our character that transforms us into killers? 
maybe that's our natural state and refinement is the product of good thinking and good living. I think there's a lot to that. We have to find a way to constantly refine how we think and feel about a multitude of things because I know one thing I've learned that I think I know what I think about an issue and then something comes along and changes it and I'm always grateful and a little embarrassed, sometimes a lot embarrassed, but that's the thing that I realize about um, that book I'm reading about uh, George Washington's Secret Six Spies. You read through there, it's hindsight, of course, in a uh, fictional sort of way, but accurate historically. And you realize that there were no sure bets and there were killers everywhere and the shifting loyalties and even how to begin the war, how to end the war, how to extricate yourself from the whole situation where your spies who might be confused as loyalists would not be abused at the end of the war by the patriots that they had secretly worked to protect. These are, these are complex situations, but believe me, they... They would kill you. So there are so many ways. I watched the thing about this asteroid that's coming. And uh, it's going to pass by in 2029. And they have a keyhole in space, you know, plotting that if this thing goes through this position, it will hit the Earth when it comes back in 2036. And it would probably be a mass extinction event. So... Hold on to your hats for that one. And then, of course, Yellowstone is going through some dramatic shifts. And, of course, Hawaii is exploding. And all these volcanoes are coming online. And if there was a super uh, volcano eruption like in Yellowstone, that would, again, be almost a global killer. But then we have economic things. The Chinese economic system is, well, it's, uh, it, it can't be perpetuated. It's about to succumb to a bubble burst, the size of which, since so much in the world relies on their money, we owe them so much money. It's... It could be, you know, as devastating as anything. So we have all these things. And my goodness, I'm not even talking yet about the cell phones and the radiation. And it's not, you know, it's real physical damage, sickness from these waves in addition to the breakdown of focusing and the ability to have a conversation and texting people in the same house as you it's changing the way we think, feel, live, act. Everything is changing. So we need more good role models than not. So you don't win friends and influence people separating parents from their children as they try and immigrate. Uh, even if they snuck in illegally and you want to lay that claim down. We don't do that.
Of course, we were doing that, and now we're not. And we're going to unwrap it all and see what happens and see if we can find out where these children are. You just have to wonder where it stops, where it ends. Do we ever get back to some semblance of a life we recognize? That's the mystery of the wood, the world unraveling dissociative disorder. You feel lost. You feel just you can't figure it out. But this week, something happened that was very amazing. And I hope you noticed this. Uh, Many governors, Republican and Democrat, all over our country threatened to withdraw their National Guard forces from the jobs they were performing down at the border. Uh, you know, I'm not even sure what's happening with them. They can't have any contact in anything really, but it's logistical and it's, you know, it's a show of cooperation that governors, Republican governors as well, decided to take away, and that is astounding in our nation, that's what it would come down to. But equally, of course, the public outcry. This is something that was so crazy that no one would think that it could happen in today's day and age. They simply would not participate in the matter. Congratulations, governors. You were upholding matters. And that's what we need. We need leadership. We need courage. And we need love and concern and an abiding belief that if we just put our heads to it, we can find a solution to some of these problems that have been put off for so long. So I just have to wonder, does Donald Donald Trump know that Russia is a major adversary of the United States, that we fought a cold war and there's been no confusion for a long time that they seek to take us down, destroy us from within, whatever it is. Russia is our adversary and their leaders are killers. So too with this North Korean leader that he lavished the praise on. He's a killer. Erdogan from Turkey. These are totalitarian types of leaders that their idea of justice is just to kill you. No, sir, Mr. Trump. We don't need killers. We don't need bullies. We need peacemakers and collaborators in saving and improving this world. Let's get some of that. Mm